Welcome in. <laughs> Back here on the one and done pod. Uh, try number two. <laughs> we tried this before about five minutes ago, and we got about, what, six minutes in? And yeah. it pooped out on us, literally, Jake. And <laughs> so here we are again, starting over again. But we're happy to be with you here. Austin, Jake, and yours truly, Dan Cooter, back here on the One and Done Podcast, episode number eight. Happy to have you along. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I don't really care. I asked you guys already. We did that. <laughs> Catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. Our Twitter handle at one and done pod. Austin has all your college basketball updates as usual on there. Got a lot coming up on the show. Two weeks worth of college basketball to recap here. Got Austin's three and three highlights of the past week. Shit show of the week from Jake, AP Top 25 that was updated earlier today. A look at the conference play and the outlook that we have here early on in this season. Well, I wouldn't say we're early now. We're about 14 games in for every team. So we'll take a quick look at the conferences, see how they're shaking up early on into conference play, look at some of the exciting matchups that are coming up, and as always, recap Dan's teams at the end of the episode. Let's jump right into it. Austin, I'll give the floor right back to you with three and three. All right, my my first team of the week here is Florida State. Also, he or they are one of Jake's teams Pretty that team. he enjoys. Yeah, Jake, well. how are you? Just you know, how you doing tonight? You doing good? <laughs> All right. no, you I'm didn't. Okay. I didn't let you get any words in there. It was just Jake. You, you excited about Florida State? You happy where they are? They're I am so far. Well, let's see if they All continue right. it in uh, ACC play. I mean, you're hot. right you're now. You're hot, Jake. Yeah, Florida State hot. and West Virginia. You're on a roll right now. I just know how to pick good teams. Okay. Whoa, here we go. <laughs> yeah, so they moved up to number 10 in this week's AP poll. They had an impressive win at Louisville and won very convincingly 78-65. to 65. And I'll say that they've emerged as potentially one of the four teams that could possibly win this ACC crown. Now, I said this. Along with Duke, uh, Virginia, and um, what was another team I'm thinking of? You said Louisville, I think, when it oh, caught yeah, off, Louisville. When it yeah, caught off yeah. last time. And that was when I interjected that I don't think this win is going to be as impressive as it looks right now because I don't think – I think Louisville is going to fall off a cliff here, to be quite honest with you. Oh, yeah, and they're one of the, I guess, handful of teams, you could say, that I just can't figure out right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I lumped them in with Ohio State. I think is yep, a team that yeah. is very similar to them. They're just having a really tough time scoring. Like, you know, it's just becoming a problem for them and it's becoming a, a concerning trend with Louisville. And I will say the ACC is not what we're used to it being. I don't think. No, I think no, there's definitely weaker this year. It's a lot it's easier sad. for a team. Like it's not sad. It's good. It, it is sad because Syracuse should be playing better than they are, but they're one of the reasons why the ACC sucks this year. So, nah, I, you know what? I'm not going to go there. Whatever. Conti- continue. <laughs> no, we'll go there. Continue. We'll go there. Continue. Uh, my next team, Michigan State Spartans, a team that we've been tough on in the past year. They defeated Illinois 76-56 wow. and trounced number 12 Michigan yesterday, 87-69. How the tides have changed. Right, yeah. We were giving Michigan the the bend-over job <laughs> last, <laughs> yeah. last couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and, now, and now the the tides have turned. Michigan State giving it right back to them. Yeah, right. You, you know, we we get on these teams, they turn it around. You know, we hype up teams, they fall off. 
you know, this is how it goes with us. Yeah, maybe we should use reverse psychology. Yeah, I I do like <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the, so the Spartans start, start off Big Ten play after the New Year on the right foot as they are now 4-0 in conference play, currently leading the Big Ten conference. Um, and my third team, a repeat team from two weeks ago, so they stay on my list here, the San Diego State Aztecs. They are 15-0 on the season. They've moved up to number seven in this week's AP poll. They defeated Fresno State 61-52 and then went on the road to defeat Utah State, a team that I've been high on, who's kind of crumbling a little bit lately. Yeah. 77-68, they beat them. Are you buying this, Austin? (sighs) Number seven? Number seven? They're saying that they could be like the Wichita State team from 2011 that Mm. went on to be undefeated. Number one seed. We'll see. We'll see. I think it could happen. Yeah. Um, my three players of the week, I have Eric Stevenson from Wichita State. He exploded for 29 points, shot 5 of 11 from 3 in a blowout win over Ole Miss. Um, the sophomore guard has really been huge for the Shockers so far this season. He's a big reason for their huge, uh, big, huge success early on this far. Um, my next player, Peter, of course, Marcus Howard had 29 points, eight rebounds, and two steals and a 71-60 win. He's back, over baby. Villanova. This was a much-needed win for Marquette as they did get destroyed by Creighton earlier in the week. I think it was like a 20-point loss or something like that. This Big East is going to be up and down all year. Yeah. So a big win for them. And <clears throat> <laughs> Oscar Tishwivi? Freshman I'll forward get, for West Virginia. <laughs> uh, he had a double-double, 17.17 rebounds, and a tough loss to Kansas on Saturday. Um, he is a freshman for the Mountaineers and a, just a double-double machine uh, thus far. Possibly maybe first-team All-Big 12 this year. We'll have to see. Uh, he is playing great so far and a key part of that West Virginia Mountaineers roaring start so far this season. Yeah, West Virginia – They've impressed me so far this season they, after yes. after a very down year under yes. Bob Huggins. Yep. They were the the pit of the Big 12 last season, and now they've kind of risen from the ashes, and they're up there at the top fighting with Kansas. I know they, they did lose to that Jayhawks team the other night, but it was a valiant effort for the Mountaineers. Okay. Yeah. They're back. They're you back. They're, yeah. I believe in them. I mean, they're a tournament team, so it seems we're going to talk about them here in a minute and they're just moving up the rankings so uh, pretty impressive stuff from West Virginia as we move into the highlights of the past week and we start a little w- a bit ago this game seems like it was a long time ago but it was a good yep. one um, at the time Louisville ranked number three uh, went into Rupp Arena and lost in overtime to Kentucky who was ranked number 19 78 to 70 is your final in overtime. And this was kind of a coming out party for Kentucky's Tyrese Maxey. He had himself a game, 27 points set. And someone who else impressed me in this game was your boy, Nick Richards. Yeah, um, finally. He was, he was very good in this game. And uh, they kind of talked about him at length and during the broadcast, some of the struggles he has been having. But um, he kind of did what you're expecting him to do. He was great on the boards, and he drew uh, a couple of big fouls in overtime that ended yeah, up propelling the, the Wildcats to the win. Uh, Louisville goes 9-20 from the free throw line. That ended up kind of being their demise. And yeah, You know, we harp on it a lot, but 
that's where a lot of these games are, are won and lost is at the free throw line. And that's the first thing when I go into these recaps is I look, especially when a team gets upset, that's the first thing I look at is how do they do with the free throw line? And more times than not, <laughs> they don't do well. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened here. And going forward into the into the week and, and some of the other games that we've seen from these two teams, Kentucky's definitely trending up and Louisville is trending down. These two teams seem to be going in opposite directions right now, Austin. Yeah, I was very shocked that, honestly, Louisville was kind of – they were beating Kentucky – earlier in the second half and they were shooting one of 14 from three that I noticed. So a little disappointed in Kentucky. Oh, they couldn't you know, find a way to pull away, which they ended up doing. Um, they shot the ball well, better from three is they shot 47% um, in comparison to, I think it was like their last five or six games shooting. I think it was like 24% from three. So much better there. And as you said, free throw shooting was key in this. Uh, Louisville, 45%, E, and Kentucky, 84%, 21 out of 25. So, big win for Kentucky, and they're on the upswing, as you said. Yeah, and, and that moves us um, into another, I would say, upset, a pretty big one in yeah. that. Uh, West Virginia, who was ranked number 22, goes into Ohio State and beats the number two team in the nation 67 to 59. And this West Virginia team has shown that they're the real deal. They can play with anyone. And Miles McBride, he led all scorers with 21 points in this one. And I think what really caught my eye was the fact that the Mountaineers trailed by six on the road in this game and were able to fight back and win a huge game going into Big 12 conference play. And West Virginia has really beefed up that non-conference resume uh, before they go into the Big 12. Yeah, for sure. Key wins against St. John's, uh, Ohio State, I think they had another one. I can't think of it off the top of my head right now. But, yeah, that uh, pesky defense that we've come to know from West Virginia in the past, that showed up today. They forced Ohio State to have 22 turnovers, and then Ohio State also shot 31% from the field. That's not going to win many ball games, especially against this pesky West Virginia team. And we go all west of the Pac-12. This is a big Pac-12 matchup in Colorado. And the number four team in the nation, Oregon Falls to Colorado, 74 to 65 is your final. And I think this was a really a multitude of factors, but for the most part, the Ducks just shot very poorly in this game. They went three for 18 from three overall in the game. Uh, your boy Peyton Pritchard, 21 points. He was pretty much it for the Ducks. I mean, they really could not create much offense other than that. Uh, Colorado kind of rolled the wave, rolled the wave, excuse me of the home crowd who was energized for this one. And on top of that, Bill Walton was in the building. So how are they going to lose? Conference of champions. Bill Walton was on another level in this game. (laughs) What was he saying? You were were texting me. You're like, are you watching this right now? And then I turned it on. Uh, He was like, (laughs) he come back from commercial and he was like, something about the snow. And he was like, have you ever stood in the snow only waiting for the snow to stop. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave passes. Dave Pass. I don't. Know, I give Dave Pass credit for putting up with with his antics. Or I don't know how he keeps his focus during the game with some of the stuff that Bill says. But nevertheless, a nice little uh, stat 
is Colorado is actually undefeated all time against Oregon at when home. they play them at, play them at home. Yeah, I yeah. did see that, Jake. Yeah, that's that, crazy. Yeah, they were talking about that. Good stat, Jake. Good stat. Eh, it's just another ESPN stealer from Jake, but we'll <laughs> give it to him. Well, I was going to get on Colorado's, you know, team here, kind of ride their momentum, and then uh, <laughs> tough game last night. Uh, they lose to Oregon State out of, out of all teams. So God, man. I mean, they beat Dayton. They, they beat yeah, Oregon, yeah. and then. They lose Drop to a big State. goose egg. <laughs> and State. and we talked out. about uh, two weeks ago, we thought Colorado got snubbed from the rankings. Yeah. And they get themselves ranked at number 21 this week. And what do they do? They go and bite us right in the ass. <laughs> I, I mean, I, you can't make this shit up with us right now. It's just every single week, these teams are screwing us. <laughs> I don't know what else, I, I I don't know what else to say. Moving on, yeah. another team that we screwed, Ohio State. <laughs> they lost at home to Wisconsin, sixty-one oh to fifty-seven. Wisconsin sucks. I'll be quite honest with you. I don't even think Wisconsin's that good of a team. But Ohio State, what the hell is wrong with them, Austin? You you said at one point early on in the season you thought this was the best team in the nation. Their last yeah. two games, they dropped 59 points against West Virginia, and then they put up 57 against Wisconsin. That is not going to lead wins unless you play Virginia, and they did not either one of these games. And Ohio State is starting to drop in the rankings, and you know for good reason. They're struggling here. What, what's going on, Austin? Are they just can't <laughs> they can't score? They the can't score, and they don't have anyone. Back. They don't. It's funny because we talked about how, like, even their depth was and how they were getting scoring from everyone, and that's still the case, but they're not getting enough scoring, you know, cumulative, uh, you know, for all these guys. You put them together, it's like all these guys are, you know, they're putting up, like, eight, nine, ten points a game. There's no no really, you know, game changer, difference maker on this team right now, and until they find that, they're going to be stuck in this offensive rut, and especially with – Big Ten conference play ramping up. It's just opening up this conference even more than it already was. I mean, they got guys that can do it too, that can score. Aaron Wesson, Caleb Wesson, Walker, Muhammad's good. Uh, Washington Jr.'s a stud. He's been out, but he's come back. He's put, he scored 18 points in this game. Like, they, they just got to spread the ball out more, take better shots, reduce the turnovers. That's been a little bit, little bit of an issue these past couple, couple games. Uh, just figure out what works for your team and you just get back on track. They were so hot in the beginning with some very impressive non-conference wins. And just I get a little slumped this uh, past two games. Maybe they can catch some momentum you know, coming up in big-time play, hopefully. They got a tough one. I think it's, what, Maryland this week? Jeez. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's a, right. that's a matchup of two mediocre teams right yeah. now. I will say um, with Wisconsin, I feel like they just always sneak in one of these wins <laughs> in the last couple of years. They just are mediocre, yeah. and then they somehow sneak in one of these good wins and then do well in the tournament. Jake, they were a five seed tournament. in the tournament last year and lost to Oregon in the first round. But good point. Other than that, yeah, you're right, Jake. <laughs> All right, moving on. Speaking of Jake, uh, your team Memphis, what, what happened here? They lost at home to Georgia, 65-62. to 62. This is a tough one, and this one puzzles me because we, I guess I should say Austin, 
hyped up Georgia at the beginning of the season, and then what do you know? Georgia sucked, and then they go into Memphis, who was ranked number nine, and they beat them 65-62, to 62, and the voters did not take kindly to this. Memphis plummeted to 21 after losing this game. And No, 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 it's not, because Memphis was only up there because all the other teams – kept losing yeah like the ohio states and the maryland's of the world kept losing so memphis just stuck there and then memphis finally dropped the dud and the voters were like yeah these guys actually aren't that good and they drop all the way down to 21 now and this i this is a tough game going into conference play but to go in george's defense this is a big win for them going into sec play and a good resume builder for them i feel like george is going to be one of those bubble teams I Huge really win. do. Yeah. Um, so big, big win for them because, you know, they haven't really beaten anyone. And then they go, I think it's to Kentucky uh, yep. tomorrow. Yep, that's our next and, game. You know, with a, a down SEC this year, they got to win the games that they need to win to buff up that resume. They're so. actually home against Kentucky oh. tomorrow, oh. which oh, okay. helps them. Even better. But yeah. then they're they on Saturday they have to go to Auburn. So. Oh, my God. What a – yeah, I mean, yeah, it is, win. Br- it is a brutal stretch, but they get these games out of the way early because they play Kentucky, Auburn, and then they play Kentucky in two weeks again. Oh, and wow, Kentucky and Auburn are pretty much it in the SEC. So if you can, yeah, right you know, now, yeah. you know, you get a win out of one of those three games, you win one of those. That goes a long way, I think, in, in building your resume. And, you know, I'll say it again. I think Georgia is going to be one of those teams that's going to be, you know, right on that bubble come tournament time, come selection Sunday. I, you just get the feeling that um, I think Wisconsin is another team that I think will be on the bubble as well. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, they've had, you know, that win against Ohio State. They also be uh, see if, I mean, at the time it was a good win against Tennessee. but <laughs> Yeah, that one's kind of <laughs> diminished a little bit. But, yeah, that's another team that could really pick it up. I mean, the Big Ten, Jesus, we'll, we'll get into it, but it's just a – riot right now with all these teams and we will get into it right now iowa and penn state man nittany lions i think they're a tournament team uh they beat iowa 89 to 86 and iowa is a pretty good team i think uh they were ranked 23 at the time penn state was ranked 21 (laughs) i wrote down big sloppy gross big 10 win for the (laughs) nittany lions that's what it is brockington is 23 for penn state and even though Garza has double double thirty four and twelve for the big guy, they still lose. I think that just goes to show you, you know, the fight in this Penn State team. And I have just been very impressed with the Nittany Lions and how they have played to this point in the season. God, they are so good. It, football school or basketball school? Now? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, Yes, Brockington comes off the bench with 23 points. They have this Curtis Jones guy. It's I think he had like 16 points. They just two scores that just combat the Garza 34 points. Really spread the bar, ball out. And uh, Lamar Stevens had a game as well. They did all this with their big man, Mike Watkins, scoring yeah, four a, points. Yeah. <laughs> that I mean, that that's a I take that as a positive if you're Penn State. I think he had the game-winning basket too, so he had like two oh, points okay. the whole game till the end. <laughs> yeah, and he's their he's their big presence down low, and he was shut down in this game for the most part. And then 
even with Luke Garza scoring 34, that kid's an All-American. He's got to be I, – right. Uh, he's a first-team All-American right now. I'd say so. And, man, that sucks that they didn't win. <laughs> 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 he scored about, I want to say, one-third of their points, and they still couldn't win. But it's a big win for Penn State. And we're going to go rapid fire here, Austin. There was a ton of good games besides the ones that we talked about. So give me, I'm just going to ask for a quick thought on some of these. We talked about this game early. Well, we talked about this team. Florida State beat Louisville 78 to 65. Is this Seminoles team for real, Austin? I think they are. It was a little shaky on them in the beginning of the year because they lost a lot of players. Wasn't sure what they'd be about. But they've beaten some quality teams. Beat Florida earlier in the year when they were ranked number six. Beat Louisville. They beat uh, VCU, was it, Jake, in one of those tournaments? Yeah, they beat them in that little four-team tournament they won. Yeah, so a lot of quality wins. MJ Walker's a stud. He can shoot it. And just a team on the rise. I think they're only going to get better. They actually beat Purdue in overtime. Oh, Purdue. Okay. okay. It was that – Early season tournament. Yeah, and Nora, he had 32-10 and 10 for Louisville, but it wasn't enough. And as we mentioned, Louisville starting to trend down of late. I don't know what they make of this Villanova team, Austin. They lose uh, at Marquette 71-60. to 60. I was really starting to come around on this Villanova team after a couple of quality wins in a row, and then they drop this one to Marquette. I feel like this is a game you have to have. Uh, Marcus Howard does his thing, as you mentioned, 29 points and eight rebounds for him. Quick thought on Villanova. Uh, shaky. I don't know. Can't. They're I think one that's of those the definition teams. of the Big East. Yeah. Shaky. Villanova's like one of those teams that I just can't get a good read on. Kind of like Louisville. I, I'll throw Michigan in there too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I think they play. Let me see. Creighton next. That's that'll be a big game because I mean Creighton I think has one of the best backcourts in the nation. Yep. And it's at Creighton, so I mean you got to win this game. It, uh, I mean, you, you might become unranked if you lose this one. Well, just unsure. I don't know. You you beat Kansas and then you, you just lose to Marquette like that. Come on. Virginia beats Virginia Tech sixty-five to thirty-nine. We have officially cursed the Hokies. That's it. No, that's it. We're, yeah. we're going to move on. <laughs> Kansas sixty, West Virginia fifty-three. Kansas, great defensive game. Azabuki has seventeen eleven. This Kansas team, they're finding ways to win in a multitude of ways. I think they're going to be a dangerous team come tournament time. They're just experienced. Uh, you know, yeah. Bill Self, he, he knows how to coach this team. And I think this, with how shaky the top of the, you know, the, the top 25 has been so far this year, I think Kansas has been one of the more stable teams. Yeah, they're definitely. I mean, Top five, like all year, we would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one for one week, and then they got cursed. So, <laughs> I mean, the only reason they're not number one right now is because <laughs> Gonzaga. But I mean, they're not going to slip up any time. Couple of close games, though. I mean, they beat Pepperdine seventy-five to seventy. Yeesh, that's a tight one. A little too close. I think, I think St. Mary's will beat them once. I yeah, I can see that, especially, you know, maybe in St. Mary's. Yeah. Uh, they they usually give them a, a tough ride. Uh, quickly, 
Number six, Baylor holds Texas to 44 points. Baylor has kind of established themselves as a defensive team here. They're holding, you know, they're holding teams to low point totals here. And this Baylor team, it's not all about the offense, something that we've come accustomed to in the Big 12. They're doing it with good defense. This Bears team has been impressive so far this season, Austin. I love this Baylor team. I've been high on them all year. They're the only team that hasn't let me down yet. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Seriously. But they got some tough games coming up. Holy holy cow, Dan. They play number 22, Texas Tech. I think that's tomorrow. And Saturday, they have the big showdown at home against Baylor or uh, Kansas. Welcome to the Big 12. Yep. Arizona, no takes, Arizona takes care of business. I don't really care about them. <laughs> uh, San Diego State with a big one on the road over Utah State, 77 to 68. And then we mentioned Michigan State with a big win over Michigan, 87 to 69. This was a big win for Sparty. They took care of business. Tom Izzo, I'm not one to doubt him. He yeah. is starting to figure out this Michigan State team as we come into Big Ten play. I think Michigan State is right up there with some of the favorites to win this Big Ten conference again. Yeah, for sure. It's just the team finding their way. You know, they had their struggles earlier in the season. Cause we, I mean, we were tough on them at times. Um, just overall impressive last two games. Illinois, decent team, middle of the pack, I'd say this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> big win. Big win yesterday. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk um, about that in a minute. And just the blowout of Michigan, uh, it leaves me with questions about Michigan right now. But good, good overall performance in the Big Ten so far for Michigan State. Play Minnesota, I think what was that Wednesday, yeah. And yeah. then they finish off Sunday at Purdue, so potentially go six and zero in the conference. That'll be huge for them. All right, Austin, um, make it quick. Say what you want to say. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, let's get into it. So, Syracuse. I don't know if you guys heard or saw. It was, I think it was during or maybe before our two-week break here. So, Jim Behan was complaining in a press conference about how the fans aren't – I'm just paraphrasing here kind of. The fans aren't into it. The fans aren't – Why the hell know, would they be into it? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The fans aren't loud. They're not. They're not into it. They're not supporting. Wait, look, come on, Jim. Like they played their last three home games were Oakland, North Florida, and Niagara. Like, wh- like, do you want me to get a a pom pom and cheer on the sidelines? <laughs> like, what? And then you lose to Notre Dame, and Notre Dame sucks. Like, what do you want? Like, how could you be into it when you're down by twenty? against Iowa in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Like, it, it's just ridiculous. You know, crap product, nothing's changed. We, no one can score on the team. It's boring as all hell. You know, it, I'm surprised people even still go to the games, you know. They just don't become like me, you know, flick it on the TV for the first five minutes and then turn it off because it's so boring. It's about it. But that's all I want to say. Big loss to Notre Dame. You know, just keep the freaking train rolling. I think they play Virginia Tech. What was that? One? They have they have not beaten 
a good team this this year. Yet. It's terrible. And Virginia Tech tomorrow, and then good old Virginia on Saturday. There's a burn burner. First one to forty. Oh my yep. god, man! That'll be forty <laughs> there, to thirty. Their losses Ooh. are to Virginia, Oklahoma State, Penn State, Iowa, uh, Georgetown. Georgetown, and now Notre Dame. The only team that they've beaten that anyone has even heard of is Georgia Tech. <laughs> Woo! All right, moving on. Let's jump down to Jake's shit show of the week. Uh, we've talked about the Big Ten here a lot. We'll stick with the theme. Jake, what do you got for us? This wonderful game that happened versus Illinois versus Purdue. And the Boilermakers just put up. It was terrible. Uh, 30, <laughs> 37 points. You, Purdue, you beat Virginia and Florida State earlier in the year. Or, you, sorry, you lost to Florida State but went to overtime. And then you just put up this stinker against Illinois like it's nothing. Illinois, there was 37 points, was the fewest allowed by Illinois this season. And they Purdue only shot 25% in total, which is the lowest Illinois allowed in school history. And, I mean, Illinois, I'll give them credit. They shot very well, 46%, but Purdue. You can't, can't be doing that in the Big Ten. You just can't do it. I don't, and then I don't now get this they Purdue have to team. play Michigan next. I don't get this Purdue team. I don't either. <laughs> I, like, I don't get them. I watched them a couple times at the beginning of the year, and I thought, yeah, this team is pretty good. Like, I think they could be a top 25 team in the Big Ten, and we've seen them do it. They did it last year when they went to the Elite Eight. But – Obviously, Carson Edwards isn't there this season, and they're obviously suffering from it in terms of their shooting percentage. 37 points against Illinois, that's just – that's brutal. As much as I love my line eye, they're one of my teams. <laughs> at the same time, you can't be putting 37 points up against Illinois. That's just unacceptable. I also want to include um, this Alabama-Florida Gators game. I mean, it, it went to double overtime, first off. And because Alabama blew a 21-point lead. I mean, Nate Oates just can't figure out his team. <laughs> just can't figure out his Hey, we got to quit, quit, quit it with the UB slander on here, apparently. Well, he's not on UB anymore, so it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, we'll light him up. no, but at the same time, I think if we interviewed Nate Oates, he would tell us, when they play Northern Illinois, it doesn't count. It's not a real game. It's, <laughs> it, it obviously it doesn't count. It as, doesn't matter. It's a loss. It's just a it's an exhibition game in the middle of the well, season. Well, they can just wipe that L off. Yeah, exactly. The weekend never happened. Florida did end up winning Austin one hundred four to ninety eight in double overtime. Wow. To start SEC play, but I saw it in the first half, and I saw the lead Alabama had, and I was like, oh, wow, Alabama getting a good win against Florida, and then I checked a few hours later, and sure enough, they blew it. So, I I mean, come on, Alabama. Figure it out. <laughs> this sounds more like, a, instead of Jake's shit show of the week, it sounds more like one of those like Monday Night Football come on man segments where Jake just rambles <laughs> yeah. for like, three minutes and then at the end he just goes Alabama come on man (laughs) let's jump into uh, some thoughts on on the conferences we've had a couple of you know conference games for each team this season I just want to get both of your quick thoughts on the conferences so far this year the ACC just a ton of shit teams very top heavy not many you know 
just meaty games that you want to seek sink your teeth into, like the Big Ten yeah. or the Big Twelve. What do we make of this ACC conference this year? Uh, usually, I'm just like, ooh, ACC game Monday, Wednesday, you know, Saturday. Dan and Jay. And then I find myself watching FS1 a lot, you know, this Big East mm-hmm. conference. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's been what I've been doing, but I mean, there, there's only what, like maybe five good teams in the ACC this year, maybe. I mean, I think it's, I kinda, think it's, it's, a, it's due for, it, I think it's Duke's conference to lose. Oh yeah, for sure. North Carolina lost again. I think it was yesterday. Yeah. So you guys know. Uh, they're not even on our radar right now. <laughs> I know they've fallen, <laughs> fallen off completely. Roy Williams said to go they lost and to Georgia Tech. Yeah. 96 to 83. <laughs> oh, my God. He apologized to Roy Williams after the game. He said it looks terrible. He said he's sorry for the basketball. Oh, my God. How did I miss this? That is, that's an implosion. That's terrible. Holy crap. Look at the back half of their schedule. Look at their February schedule. At Florida State, <sighs> first Duke, at Virginia, at Louisville. <laughs> Oh man, Roy! Kiss, kiss it goodbye. <laughs> missing the tournament. When's the last time North Carolina missed the tournament? Jake, look that up. Twenty ten. Twenty ten. Yeah. Damn, I thought it would have been longer than that. That's brutal, though. All right, sorry, Tar Heels. <laughs> Moving on, Big Ten. I mean, literally anyone could win this conference. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's. I don't know if that is a compliment or if that's just the mediocrity of this conference right now, because I feel like you have, you have a ton of just middle of the road teams that we like Purdue is the perfect example of that. Like I can't get a good gauge on them. And then you have teams like Illinois, Wisconsin, Minnesota, who beat Ohio state, Indiana, who's on a two game losing streak after starting the season 11 and one, Iowa, I don't know what to make of them. It seems like it's <laughs> right. the, I, the Luke Garza show. And then you have Nebraska and Northwestern, who kind of are the bottom. Got Rutgers up there. So yeah, what? what there. <laughs> Rutgers is 11-3 and three on a, on a five-game winning streak right now. I mean, this conference is completely up for grabs right now. I think it'll be great to watch, though. No, it'll like be fun. That. It'll be entertaining. Like, right. I think it'll be a great conference to see, you know, come down to the wire. I don't think there's, yeah. it, this isn't great like conference tournament too. Oh yeah. It, it'll be great. That, Man, every game. That, 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 uh, two o'clock on a Sunday, big 10 championship. <laughs> like yep. they're basically already starting the selection show when they're like at halftime. <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> yeah. they do that, but big 12, I think is Kansas and Baylor. I think those are the two teams that are the head honchos this season. West Virginia, I think, could – if they sneak in a couple of upsets here, I know they lost to Kansas, but West Virginia, I think, is kind of hiding in the bushes here with Kansas and Baylor. And with Kansas and Baylor playing each other this Saturday as well, um, I'm interested to see if West Virginia can kind of stay in the hunt here. I think West Virginia will be – Battling with like Texas Tech for like that third spot in the conference. Yeah, but I'm not really sure about Texas Tech yet. Yeah, Maybe the same point. Yeah, they got a big game against Baylor at home uh, tomorrow night. I'm interested to see how they fare in that one. But I did, 
think of that, Jake. I think Texas Tech is right there as well with West Virginia. I would lump them in the same class. And then uh, a lot of teams that I'm not really sure about. I mean, you can't count out Kansas possibly losing to either Kansas State or Iowa State. No, I understand they'll that. Toss one, they'll toss one up just like But even that. when they do that every single year, I mean, they manage to win the conference besides last year. So, yeah. interested to see what happens there. Big 12 kind of has a different outlook than it normally does. Iowa State and Kansas State are both struggling this season. Um, what about TCU? TCU yeah. yeah, TCU's yeah. always there. Um yeah, it's just it's the Big Twelve. You really know you never know what you're going to get. As we always say, they like to beat the crap out of each other. They do. And, they do. And then come tournament time, they lose in the first round. Yeah, we pick them, and it's just... and then I don't care what Bill Walton says. This is the Conference of Champions, the Big East. What a shit show! I mean. Talk about beating the crap out of each other. These guys. This is going to get ugly. It is going to get ugly. And I think Butler is going to take advantage of it. They seem to be the only real consistent team that we can get a good read on in this conference right now. Because I thought Villanova was up there. (laughs) It was better than Butler, but apparently they're not. And for now, I don't see any reason to go against this Butler Bulldog team who was 14-1 and and 2-0 to start off conference play. Yeah, just crazy conference. I, I watched I watched them play, actually, on uh, Saturday. They were really impressive against Creighton. Great win. Um, just, wow. Uh, you scroll down, and then you see Villanova sitting there in seventh place. They're 10-3, 1-1 yeah. in the conference. Just uh, let me see here. You know, one, two. Providence is up there, three game winning streak. They lost a, a lot of like low end D one schools earlier in the year, and then they beat like Texas and yeah, rattled off like two conference wins. I in saw a row. they they really struggled out of the gates, but you know they seem to be picking up their play here as of late. So we'll see what happens there. Um, the Pac twelve. What was there something else you want to mention there? Um, I was trying to see how many teams that I think will get in. Yeah, I, that, that's seven? the thing with this conference is, is I don't know where the cutoff is. I think it's similar to the Big Ten. Is you scroll to the bottom of the Big East, and I can see pretty much any of these teams making the tournament. Right. But I mean, obviously, I like I say, happen. they're going to beat the crap out of each other, and some of these teams are going to take themselves out of contention. You know, at the midway point of the season. So that's the only thing I think that's going to hold some like of these a teams lot back. Of them, like maybe there's, there'll be like two or three on the bubble or something. We'll just be duking it out for like a month straight. Yeah, it's just a it's tough <laughs> to get a read on. I mean, I think DePaul, St. John's, and Georgetown are kind of going to sputter here, and they already have in conference play. Yeah. They're all zero and two. Um, Marquette, I, I don't know about Marquette. It's Marcus Howard show. It's basically yep. they live or die. If he by goes, him. they go. So yep. they already stole a win against Villanova at home. I'm sure they can get another one here against one of these upper echelon teams in the Big East. And when Seton Hall gets healthy, I'm interested to see if they can compete at the top of the Big East as well. So it's, it's just an interesting conference. There's a lot to unwrap. And as the season goes on, we'll, we'll definitely be, be keeping tabs tabs on it here yes for sure 
head out west to the Pac-12. I, I mean, this conference blows. <laughs> I don't – I honestly – was it last year that we only had one Pac-12 team get into the tournament? Was it? It might have been two, but one was like for sure. It was no Arizona State. Washington, got in, right? Washington was the only for sure team that got in. Yeah, and then Arizona State played in that first four. Yeah, and the lost. <laughs> and it's sure. it's a similar story this season. I know a lot of these teams have good records on paper, but that's just from weak non conference schedules before they yeah. go into conference play. Stanford, I think, is a key example of that. <laughs> USC, I mean, I don't know what to make of Oregon State beating Colorado, right. but I wrote down here, I thought this was a two-horse race between Oregon and Colorado, but then Colorado goes and loses the game Breaking news. to the Beavers. <laughs> so, honestly, I mean, it's pretty easy to say, but I think this is Oregon's conference to lose. Yeah. They're by um, by far the best team in the Pac-12, yeah. and I don't even. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna, you know, disregard the loss to Colorado. But at the same time, it's only one game. Yeah, and it was on the road. Yes. too. Colorado's a good team overall. I don't know what happened yesterday, but yeah. Um, you know, you look at Washington; they got some talent. I don't know what's going on with them. Eleven and four. Lost to UCLA. That's a terrible loss that's so bad um, I don't think they, they just haven't found any consistency yet I don't UCLA's got or, uh, sorry USC's got some good players but they lost 72 to 40 to Washington I don't know I, let's see here Jeez. it's just all Arizona over. if they start you know figuring figuring it out against good competition because I mean I think they've lost every single game against the ranked opponent that they've played honestly uh, I mean they could get in the mix I don't know I don't see it I think Oregon is just going to cruise in this conference guess we'll uh, find out and see for sure what do we got next the yeah, AAC AAC oh yes sorry yeah, AAC. yeah. What do you think of that, Austin? Wichita? I mean, are they the frontrunners, or is it them in Memphis that are really going to duke it out? A big game Saturday. Yeah, I think it's it Saturday. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do like Wichita State here. Really good team. Really, I think they finished almost dead last last year in the conference. Uh, great start to the season, 13-1. and one, Really coming hot out of the gate. Some quality wins there. One, their only loss was to West Virginia in one of those tournaments. So, uh, definitely look and see that Wichita State and Memphis are the two front runners to duke it out for this conference. A little disappointed right now in Cincinnati. You, you know, eight and six. I mean, new coach, but they do have players coming back. Jared Cumberland is their senior guard, the heart and soul of that team. Not really sure what's going on there as they're struggling right now. Had a good win against Tennessee Very earlier, true. like the past two weeks or so. But I thought they beat them when Tennessee was ranked. Maybe yeah, they did. They did. Mm-hmm. Looked like a good win. Really could really get the, the ball rolling for them, but they've struggled. I'm not uh, really too since. worried about Memphis. Lost to Tulane. 
I'm not really too worried about Memphis, even though they lost the other day. It definitely is a tough loss. I mean, they did not have DJ Jeffries, who's been pretty solid for them recently. Sat out with the flu, which, come on, just got to step it up. Can't be sitting out for that. Um, I feel precious. Achinwa? I don't even know how to pronounce that. (laughs) Your your boy. He's he's pretty much almost averaging a double-double. I mean, he's definitely stepped it up uh, now that Wiseman, even when Wiseman went out for his uh, suspension, um, he is another, I think he was a top 10 recruit. Um, Yeah, yep. They were saying he could be a lottery pick. Definitely pretty good. They have definitely a bunch of solid guards. It's just figuring out if they can mesh well together. Uh, Boogie Ellis has definitely been playing. He had a good run, um, but last few games he hasn't been great. Uh, I, d- I did see uh, Lester came back a few games ago, so yeah, yeah. hopefully he can get back into it. Another team, maybe Houston can sneak in there. They did beat Washington on Christmas Day, which was a game that I had no idea what was taking place at all until it popped up on my phone that showed the upset, and I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, I did um, not know. But they they got some they got the Kansas transfer Quentin Grimes who can who's really good and they got a couple other guys who can score the basketball so I mean I'd say they finished third maybe with a bid to the tournament um, but definitely need some wins against the Memphis and Wichita State for them to you know buff up their resume yeah um, let's move on to the SEC I mean. Who do you really think it is? Just Auburn and Kentucky, or is there anyone else who could really sneak oh, some te- wins in, be a bubble team? I mean, we th- we were high on Florida at the beginning of the year, but they really haven't panned yeah, out. Yeah, I don't so like Florida far. at all right now. Not really don't like Florida. Anymore. No, LSU is a team that I look at. They they've they've had their struggles, but I think they're as they are. They're nine and four right now. They beat Tennessee over the weekend. Um, they, they just got – they have, like, four starters from last year, three, four, three, four starters. That I just can't see them not making the tournament, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, big win against Tennessee. They, they ended up blowing them out 78-64 to 64 Saturday. Big game against Arkansas coming up, I think, tomorrow. They're sitting – no idea how this team's 12-1. But they are. Yeah, I, I don't know I have who's no on the team, where they came from. But <laughs> well, I mean, um, they do have um, Eric Musselman, new coach, right? Is he on? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, true. Yeah, maybe he's the one carrying the way. Um, I feel probably South Carolina will probably pull out a few wins, maybe upset someone. Missouri mm-hmm. could, yeah, maybe not Missouri anymore. But <laughs> 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 looking at their record, but. I mean, yeah, but I think it's I think it's Auburn. It's going to come down to Auburn and Kentucky. I think Auburn will end up definitely pulling it away in the conference. I think they're a great team. Their guard play and their bigs are just too much to handle. Yeah, I mean, Auburn did get lucky with the beginning. Uh, pretty easy non-conference play to start the year. Yeah, it's, it's so, I mean, not, not a lot of hopefully they there. didn't. Uh, get relaxed with that, I guess. A little non-complacent maybe going yeah. into the conference play. But I guess uh, guess we'll see. But they won the games, Jake. They did win the That's games. True. Played NC State, beat them. They're you know, ACC top, top opponent. Um, 
Yeah, they do have some tough games in the SEC, like I said, Kentucky, LSU. We'll see what they're made of. I think they'll they could go the distance, winning most, if not all, of their SEC games. I really like this team. Yes, we'll touch on the last of the uh, major early conference thoughts is the Atlantic Ten, the A Ten. I mean, Dayton is pretty much just pulling away with this one. Um, there are a few teams that maybe do well the rest of the year i guess time will really tell but i feel austin that it's really dayton's to to lose at this point yeah for sure they're a great team i think they have final four potential honestly it it would be the year to for them i mean just like we said been saying parody central uh we look at duquesne they're 12 and 2 coming out of nowhere uh, pretty impressive start for them. I think it's a historic start. Uh, your Richmond Spiders, two and 12 and three on the year. They're contending well. Had a little rough patch though, but I think they'll they'll get through it. It's all right, it's all right. They're coming along. They're coming along. Then we got VCU, two and in the conference so far. They're taking care of their own business. I, th- I can't wait for Dayton and VCU to play. That'll be just a defensive oh, yeah. battle. So when I think of VCU, I think of their defense. Dayton, just prolific offense, really good. It'll be definitely a great matchup. And then a team I was looking at, St. Louis, they beat Kansas State a couple weeks back. One on one in the conference right now, I think that's a team to look out for. A little uh, sleeper in the conference? Yeah, yeah, a little sleeper, Jake. Maybe they make the turn. I don't know how many teams we get out of here, honestly, because not really great non conference. For most of these teams, besides Dayton, VCU, so I think think Duquesne to really get in is going to have to beat Dayton once, probably twice, if they want to even look at a bid, maybe or maybe even win their conference tournament to get in. I mean, if they if they were on the table but struggle against Dayton and um, VCU, we could find them maybe on the bubble if they beat them once, then there'll just be debates on you know. Strength of schedule, who they've played, who they lost, bad losses, things I love like those that. Debates. Comes down to a few teams. Just everyone oh, loves. Man. I love it. I guess we can touch on quick the uh, the Mountain West. I mean, San Diego State will probably run away with it. I mean, do you think Nevada can yeah, get sure out does of look it? Like I mean, it. they're not. They're only ten and five. They are three zero in conference play so far. I mean, can your Aggies of Utah State? Are they think they could figure it out and maybe give San Diego State a little test in the conference? Or? Slumping right now, Jake. I was really hoping for a good game on Saturday night, 10 o'clock. I was watching. Uh, <laughs> but San Diego State's just the team to beat right now. They got some great guards, great players. I don't know. They struggled last year. Just the, that experience coming back really just lifted them up. I was listening to their coach talk the other day. He thinks it's the best shooting team that they've had, or he's had so far at San Diego State, and I can't disagree with them there. Uh, Just really good team. Like I said earlier, they could really run the table. Think of the 2011 Wichita State team that went, I think it was like 31-0, number one seed. If they're on the table, I don't know. We we could – be maybe having a debate one or two seed. They were two seed a couple years back when Kawhi Leonard Very was on true. the team. What are they, the one of like um, three or four undefeated teams remaining? Right? 
I mean, Gonzaga's. Uh, yeah, Auburn. 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 Gonzaga oh, lost yeah. already. Yeah, yeah Michigan. I think Auburn. San Diego State. Maybe they might be the only two left. They've definitely impressed impressed me so far this year. Um, I guess we can move on to some of the uh, upca- upcoming games this week. We've already touched on some of them going through the conference play. Yep. Um, we got Ohio State, Maryland. I mean, I don't even know what about this game. I couldn't even tell you who would win because uh, either team could win. <laughs> it depends which version of each team shows up. Um, I could be a bad game, or could be a bad game where it's blowout, no, or it could just be a hoping good game, for a good man. game. Hoping for a good game. You think it's gonna be a good game? I hope so, because, I mean, Ohio State needs this game, <laughs> otherwise they're in trouble. Keep falling. Uh, on the road. On the road, too, against Maryland. That's um, tough. Another one I picked out, uh, Baylor. I mean, Baylor did get stuck with some two two uh, rough conference games. First, they get Texas yeah, Tech. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not sure. I haven't really seen Texas Tech that much this year. Um, I do think they'll give Baylor a good test uh, early on. Just think of think of the Texas Tech team that beat number one Louisville, but adding their best mm. player. I mean, Jemias Ramsey's back. He's been a stud. So I mean, this game, uh, this will be a good game. I, I'm really interested to see how Baylor fares on the road in this hostile Texas Tech environment. Um, it should be it should be a good one. Jemias Ramsey. He's just a stud. He's a stud. The next one I know I will be uh, tuning in uh, to see is oh, uh, no Memphis, <laughs> Wichita State. Like we talked about, the two battling it out for the ACC title. Um, I believe this one will be a good game. I also really want to watch it, too. I haven't really seen Wichita much this year. I want to see what they're all yeah. about, see how they fare. Um We'll get a good measurement, see where they're at. I think we'll get a good measurement as well on Memphis, especially their defensive abilities. Um, from what I've seen, really Precious is one of their main defensive guys. Their guards are okay defensively. I wouldn't say they're uh, anything spectacular, um, but I think this will be definitely a okay. good matchup. You think your boy DJ plays? Nah, I mean, he better be recovered by the flu by then. It would have been almost a week. So, (laughs) I mean, I think he'll be okay. Um, Next is the uh, another Pac-12 matchup. We got Oregon versus Arizona. Uh, I mean, what do you think, Austin? Do you think Arizona will continue to just slide and maybe be a little mediocre this year, or do you think they could shock uh, Ducks here? I don't know. I think they. I think they might shock the Ducks, honestly. Uh, they need a, w- a good win. They, they've been sliding against ranked opponents all season. I mean, this is pretty much the only team you could – the Pac-12, you really got to get wins against. I mean – They need their guards to step up. Nico. You Green got to step up, man. Nico. They, they've had, like, on and off games each time they play. So, like, Nico, Nico will do good, and then – Green, he won't be as effective, or vice versa. So I think they just need both to be consistent. You know, score fifteen plus. Zeke Naji, he needs to you know put up a double double in order to knock off this pretty talented and impressive Oregon team. Uh, and then the last one, which I someone mentioned, was uh, we got Baylor versus Kansas. Um, I feel like Kansas. I think they'll win this game. 
I definitely, I think it'll be close, but Kansas, I feel like, definitely needs to win this game to, I mean, A, to stay high in the rankings, but for, I guess, us to think they're a pretty solid team. One of the only, like, consistent ones I feel like we've had so far this year. There's no way Baylor loses wow. this game at home. You're going on Baylor. Yeah, I'm saying it. Oh. Yeah, Baylor is just too good of a team. They got scoring, they got defense, they have it all. Just why I'm saying right now, you can write this down, Jake, if you want. It's going to go Baylor, Kansas, West Virginia, Texas wow. Tech, Big 12. I guess, I yep. guess we'll see. I'm saying it. I guess we'll see who will yeah. win and who was right. Yeah, some exciting games coming up. Fun-filled uh, week of college basketball for sure. Conference, conference play started. Put lots of good games. You got anything I mean, else, we Jake? could talk. Or, oh, wait, we got we Dan's got team. Teams, he had a little course. technical issues, so he couldn't join for the last part of this uh, this session. But uh, his DePaul. Yeah, don't worry, Dan. We got you. We got his you. DePaul Blue Demons are just. I don't know what is happening to them. They lost to Seton Hall 74 um, 66, then went in and lost by one point to Providence. Um, their next game is against another sliding team in St. John's, but, um, I mean, I don't – the Blue Demons got to get back on track get. here. I feel, yeah, I was really high on this team for Dan because, you know, it's one of the teams that just didn't let him down yet. and uh, It's really breaking my heart. Uh, losing to Providence, I did watch some of that game too. And it was just a little, little bit of a struggle yeah. to watch. I mean, may, feel bad. I could have – I could have jinxed St. John's. I brought him up a couple of weeks ago, and I said, well, I'll watch out for this team. And ever since then, they, I don't. I think they're like one and two. And then, yeah, so. then, I, then I say they should be right. Yep. And then, <laughs> uh, and then we can move on to Dayton. Uh, they beat LaSalle 84 to 58, and then defeated St. Joe's 80 to 67. Their next game is against UMass, so another easy win for the Flyers. Yeah. Yeah, fair to say, fair um, to say. And then the fighting Illini, good old Illinois. They lost to Michigan State. It's a tough one, uh, especially because it wasn't very close. They did defeat Purdue, just <laughs> blew them out right after, as I talked about earlier. Uh, they do play Wisconsin. I think this will be a close affair. I feel, a big game. I feel like these teams are somewhat similar. I think Illinois is a little better than Wisconsin. Yeah, I'd say so. But I feel like they'll both – they could be, like, the middle of the pack in the Big Ten. It'll be a um, good game. Yeah, for sure. I look forward to it. And uh, wasn't Dan supposed to pick a fourth team? Maybe he's still I thinking think he's about still it. considering it. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll give him – we'll give him until next week, and you know, we'll see what he comes up I with. I mean, are there any ones that you want him to pick? Anything off? There's got to be – Got to be one that's on your radar. I did give him, you know, I typed out the suggestions uh, two weeks ago. Wichita State was on there. I think I had Iowa. But, you know, it's all, it comes down to what he wants. And I I know he'll make the wrong decision. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, you have uh, anything else? Any other games you would like to uh, be looking out for this week? I I think I'm all set. I think it's all, all good. Excited for next week's episode. Lots of games to go over. Yes, yes. Um, you got you anything know. else, Jake? You all, we'll get you all the uh, technical issues right. out of the way. Um, I had an issue at first. Uh, Dan did. Hopefully, Austin is, won't have any next time we do no, it. We're all good over here. Um, we thank you for tuning in to the One and Done Podcast, Episode 8. Uh, we'll see you next week. Yep. Take care.
Wow. I felt we we held it together. We did. 